Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 4, Yom Atzmu, as well as Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Azikaron. Section 10, Yom Yerushalayim. In the Six-Day War, the Jewish nation, with God's help, achieved a tremendous victory over its enemies. The war began on three fronts, and in the span of just six days, we utterly shattered our enemy's military strength and dealt them a total defeat. At the same time, we liberated all of the holy places in Judea and Samaria, most significantly Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, along with the Sinai Peninsula and the Golan. Anyone who viewed these events honestly and had even the slightest spark of faith in his heart saw clearly the words of our holy Torah from Devarim, the 23rd chapter. For the Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp to save you and to deliver your enemies before you. This great victory was truly a manifest miracle. In order to thank Hashem and publicize the miracle, the chief rabbinate, headed by Rav Yehuda Unterman and Rav Yitzchak Nissim, established the 28th day of Iyar, the day on which Jerusalem and the Temple Mount were liberated, as a day of thanksgiving and joy for all of Israel. They also instituted the recitation of Hallel with a blessing after the morning services. Rav Shlomo Yosef Zevin and Rav Shaul Yisraeli also participated in and supported this decision. To summarize, the victory in the Six-Day War was a manifest miracle. Anyone with a spark of faith in their heart can see that. To publicize this great miracle and to thank God for it, the chief rabbinate declared the 28th day of Iyar as a holiday known as Yom Yerushalayim. This day was chosen because it was the day that Jerusalem was liberated. On this day, we recite Hallel with a bracha as part of the Shacharit service. A few notes from me. First, it seems to me that the Panini Halacha downplays the Yerushalayim element of Yom Yerushalayim. I say that because, A, in his telling, the day celebrates the many miracles of the Six-Day War. Sure, the date chosen happens to be when Jerusalem was liberated, but that's just the anchor. The reason we actually celebrate is for all the miracles of the war, not just the miracle that happened in Jerusalem. Further, the Penine Halacha doesn't actually invoke the name Yom Yerushalayim in this section. Granted, it's the title of the section, but he doesn't actually use the term within the body of the section, let alone explain the significance or origin or value of the name. He sort of just glosses right over it. I'm speculating here, but I do think that the choice to ignore the term Yom Yerushalayim is intentional. For one, there is a technical issue. The Hebrew term Yom Yerushalayim appears in Tehillim Kuf Lamed Zion, Psalm 137, as the day on which Jerusalem was destroyed. Choosing that name for this holiday was kind of a strange choice. But more fundamentally, perhaps the Panini Halacha is disturbed by how Yom Yerushalayim has become a holiday celebrated primarily within Jerusalem, and how it is largely downplayed by secular Israelis who do not reside in Jerusalem. Perhaps he believes that this name placed the emphasis too much on Jerusalem itself, instead of upon the more national story of Israel's amazing victory in the Six-Day War. Here, in this section, the Panine Halacha has a chance to recast the day and recast our understanding of it, 
returning the emphasis back to all the miracles that occurred to the entire nation over the course of the Six-Day War. Second, it's striking how Yomatz Ma'ut requires five full sections of discussion before the Penine Halacha feels comfortable describing why it deserves to be a halachic holiday. Whereas here, with Yom Yerushalayim, we get one quick section that lasts just about a paragraph or two. My sense is that the Penine Halacha believes that most of the intellectual work that he did to establish Yom Ha'atzmut doubles as coverage for Yom Yerushalayim. That is, if you're able to accept that there is a mitzvah to settle the land of Israel, and if you accept that the redemption has begun with this newfound state, and if you accept that the saving of Jews, physically as well as spiritually, from harm is worth commemorating, and if you accept that the three O's passage of the Talmud should not be read too seriously, then yeah, you probably are already on board that the Six-Day War deserves a holiday of its own. Indeed, I believe that this is why the Pnei Halacha titles this chapter Yom Ha'atzmut, with Yom HaZikaron and Yom Yerushalayim added in only as a subtitle. The main point is Yom Ha'atzmut. If you can accept it, and you can accept the ideology behind it, the other holidays will flow out from it as well. That said, there is an interesting new element in this Yom Yerushalayim section, which did not appear in his previous writings about Yom Ha'atzmut. That is, the concept of a revealed miracle. When it comes to the Six-Day War, the Penine Halacha states that it is a revealed miracle, obvious to anyone looking, and that secular political causes for the fantastic outcome simply do not hold up. This is in contrast to Yom Ha'atzmut, where the Penine Halacha was willing to accept that it is a hidden miracle, that is, one whose fantastic outcomes can be explained by secular political causes. Because the Six-Day War is a revealed miracle, a new emphasis comes out when he describes the rationale for establishing Yom Yerushalayim. The holiday is not just to thank God for the victory, but to publicize this spectacular and revealed miracle. One final parallel between these two days, which is buried in the footnotes. On both of them, there is debate whether halal should be said with or without a bracha. Though the Panini Halacha advocates clearly for a bracha on both holidays, Revavaja Yosef and others advocate for halal without a bracha on both days. The Panini Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panini Halacha, an exceptional work of halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.